Welcome. You're listening to the Empathic and Heart-Driven Podcast with Megan Jean. Here we explore the realm of energy and feelings. We learn how to navigate our path, feel empowered to be who we are, and connect peacefully to our purpose. If you've ever been called sensitive, if you've ever struggled with the fact that you don't do normal, or you're craving the support to step out into the world in a way that aligns with your true self, then this podcast is for you. I wanted to create this little chat about the stories we tell ourselves. Because when you're sensitive, I think a lot of what we base ourselves on, you know, our self-worth, our personality, you know, it kind of comes from this mindset or this learning or, you know, what others have imparted on us that being sensitive is something to be ashamed of. When you really think about that, you can start to feel like you're incapable and maybe all of that knowledge manifests into telling yourself stories about yourself that are simply untrue. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you the ways that I have unpacked this, and I'm going to call it a myth, actually, this myth that being sensitive is a bad thing. Because what I've learnt in the recent past is that being sensitive is an absolute superpower. So stay tuned, because we're going to be talking about the stories we tell ourselves and why they have to change. So I'm going to tell you right now that being sensitive is not a weakness. It isn't. In fact, if you call yourself sensitive, if you feel that way, the sheer fact that you know that this is something about you, that this is something a part of you, it's something that you need to celebrate. I want you to celebrate being sensitive. Because the minute that you know what you are, who you are, how you operate, you can actually create your life to suit you. You can create all the things that you do every day to work around your needs. And that is magical. There are so many people out there that really don't know who they are. They have no idea what they need. But a sensitive person would be shamefully admitting, oh my goodness, you know, I I do get emotional and I need to lock that stuff down and I do feel quite overwhelmed at times and, you know, oh, that's a bad thing and maybe I shouldn't be that way or, you know, whatever it is that you feel on a day-to-day basis celebrate it. You know it. 
You can see it within you. And that is the best thing possible. With that knowledge, though, it can cut us off from certain experiences. Sometimes we have no choice. I know that if I have to go out, if I have to be in a place where there's going to be a lot of people, in times gone by without this knowingness about my superpowers, (laughs) I might have felt quite crap or drained in social situations. I may have felt really, really overwhelmed when I'd gone through big, long periods of, you know, huge energetic work being put in, you know, at work or in my business or, you know, whatever. And um, without the knowledge that that is a huge taxing time on my mind and on my body, I probably would have just ignored the fact that I needed to revive after that and um, ended ended up completely burnt out uh, after the fact. But when you know your boundaries and you are actually at a point where you are comfortable to go, you know what, this is me, this is how I operate, this is what I need, it is a superpower because you can work with that. But there's two sides to this coin, right? Because... It's sort of like a fine line between pushing yourself to step just that little bit further out of your comfort zone versus making sure that you're doing everything in your power to stay in your lane and feel as good as you possibly can. I know when I I sort of think about my son who has autism, you know, it's even more of a juggle to make sure that we're pushing him to do different things, to experience different experiences, but also not go too far to overwhelm him, which, I mean, when it comes to things like autism, oh, the last thing you want is to create space where this child ends up having a full-blown meltdown. <laughs> and it happens, and it's fine, and we get through it. We're always trying to tote that line of how do we push him enough, but just not too much. And it's the same for you. It's the same for me. It's the same for all of us, young and old. How much do you push yourself to have growth and to to live life (laughs) and to feel proud of yourself and to take your your energy to new heights, but also allow yourself the space to to give yourself what you need. I think for me, I've always told myself one thing, but done the opposite. The more and more I've grown, the more that I've realized that I do have certain ways that I like to do things But life doesn't always cater for that, right? Sometimes you just got to go with the flow. But the best technique that I've learnt, probably, yeah, really recently, 
is to look at the situation and then ask myself, do I have proof that I can do this? Is there a time in the past where, yeah, maybe I am resisting this experience because it's happened before and it didn't feel great, but what actually happened out of that? Do I have proof that I can do this thing, that I will come out okay, that I will cope? I mean, that sounds super silly, right? Because it's like, will I be okay if I go to a crowded shopping center or, you know, will I be okay to try something completely new that makes me feel a little bit scared? Well, of course you're going to be okay. I mean, I can't really talk for like jumping out of planes and stuff, but (laughs) in our general day-to-day stuff, I'm sure that there is plenty of proof that you can draw upon to make you feel like the next time that you attempt this thing or whatever you've got to do now, whatever's in front of you, it's it's going to be okay. I didn't always have that technique up my sleeve. So a lot of overwhelm and anxiety could come from the simplest of things. And that's why I felt like it was important to share that with you today. There's something so grounding in this notion that every single thing that you have done in your life, everything you've done, everywhere you've been, all the experiences that you've rejoiced over and endured have led you to this exact point in time. Listening to the Empathic and Heart Driven podcast wherever you are right now. (laughs) All these things that you have done in your entire life has brought you to this moment. You know, about eight minutes in (laughs) to this podcast. I actually find that a beautiful um, technique that I use just to bring me back into the moment and to make me feel like, you know what, whatever I'm stressing over, I I can get through it. It will be fine. I've gotten through worse. (laughs) But I wanted to share with you today an experience that I had. This was just over a year ago. I was very aware of my sensitivities over these last couple of years. And I know that going to do things that I don't normally do can be draining. Traveling, especially in airplanes, oh my gosh, super draining. Give me all the crystals (laughs) and like just watch me chant all of the angel prayers in my head (laughs) to make sure that I am safe and protected on these planes and in these busy airports and stuff like that. Staying in a hotel room, you know, that's one of those things that most people don't even consider, but the energy of hotel rooms, you know. They require just a little bit of maintenance and clearing before I feel comfortable. And then the fact that I was traveling 
in this instance, to go to a seminar. So there was over 800 people there. It was going to be in an auditorium. You know, it was going to be packed. There was going to be a lot of people I knew there. There was a networking event, which I initially, I'll get to it. I'll tell you what happened with that. But, you know, you're probably thinking, ugh, networking. (laughs) I had told myself the story that I do not do networking because, I don't know, there's something about the feeling of everyone just standing there being like, hi. (sighs) Even that doesn't feel good. (laughs) So. Knowing what I know, I had a game plan. I'm going to do all the things. Hopefully the hotel room has a bath. I'll be straight in there. I'm going to take all the crystals. I'm going to take all the rescue remedy. I'm going to take all of the essential oils that I can. And my game plan initially was get there, get into your room, just chill. I bought my computer, I bought a stack of books to read, and I was just going to chill. And it was going to be fabulous. My game plan for the actual event was find a seat away from others. That'll be fine. And once the day is done, just scuttle on out of there, go back to your hotel, order some Uber Eats or something, and just revive yourself. Before the event though, I actually got a phone call from the organizers and they were like, hey, we've got like half price tickets to the gala event that's happening on the Saturday night in between. And I was like, all right, just sign me up. Fine. (laughs) So, All of a sudden I had this ticket to this gala event and I was like, all right, well, go to the event. You don't even have to go for long. Like if it's not cool, just leave. That'll be fine. So I'll do that and then I will go the next day, repeat the plan, come back, have a good night's sleep and then the next day I'll be out of there. I'll be on that plane. So... (laughs) When I got to this event, I don't know what came over me, but I was doing all of these things that were completely out of my plan. I honestly believe that I was there to experience so much growth. And I really feel like it was divinely timed. It was the universe going, no, no, no. I want you to have proof that these are not the things that you need to do in this situation. So that first night that I got there, I got there on the Friday because this event was happening over Saturday and Sunday. And I unpacked as, as planned and sat there in my hotel and suddenly I just felt really lonely. And I knew that there were people that were really close by that I'd connected with in Facebook groups and stuff. And all of a sudden, with like this almost possessed vibe, I put a post in one of these Facebook groups saying, hey, I'm going to get some dinner soon. 
does anyone want to join me? And I was like, what the hell? What, what did I just do? That is so embarrassing. I've just put myself out there on this Facebook group. <laughs> what if no one says yes? And what happened to Uber Eats? I just thought, oh my God, I've lost it. Well, sure enough, there was one lady that said, yeah, I'd love to meet up for dinner. And I was like, awesome. So we met up for dinner and it was fabulous. <laughs> she was actually putting out some um, flyers at this event prior to the, um, the, the commencement very early the next morning. So I actually was there helping her really bright and early that next morning um, at the event. So, so much for just scuttling in and scuttling out. <laughs> and I did plan on sitting there by myself. So I did. I initially did start out in this big, you know, convention center auditorium. And I was sitting away from people comfortably, had myself all set up, got my pen out, got my book out, got everything sorted, got my highlighter and of course, the first thing that the organizers are saying is jump up, let's all dance to this song, woohoo. Um, it wasn't some weird woo-woo convention, by the way, it was business related, but I admire them for trying to get the energy high. The first speaker was pretty much coming out to get the vibe up. And to help us to dispel the myths that we tell ourselves, she was fabulous. And her first order was that everyone move closer because you're going to kind of be, you know, high-fiving your partner and doing all this. It wasn't like no Tony Robbins thing, but <laughs> it was pretty funny. And I was like, oh, all right, move my book and my pen and my highlighter and all my stuff over. I'll sit next to this girl here. That's fine. But it was really good. It was. So the day went through and I did talk to quite a few people. And then the gala event came along. Well, I went along. I went along and I saw some woman standing by herself and I just possessed again. I just walked right up, started talking to her. And I allowed myself to have a great night. I connected with some beautiful women. I did leave a little bit early because <laughs> I kind of got to that point where I'm like, okay, I have permission to leave early. I'm going down. And then the next day at this event, I got through the day, obviously. It was a really good day. But then with all of this momentum with all of this possession, I did something that I never, ever would have thought I would have done. They were having this Q&A session at the end of the event. And so people were putting their hands up, of course, asking questions of this huge panel of speakers that were there. And all of a sudden, again, that possession took over. And I put up my hand and the microphone came to me. And all of a sudden, I am asking a question in front of 
hundreds and hundreds of business owners and, you know, people in the industry. And all I can say is that my question totally bombed. (laughs) It was like, it was like one of the worst moments ever. I asked a question about, you know, with all of this stuff that we've been told, you know, like how to run your your business and all of that, like it's all very well and good, but where do you start? You know, because it's so overwhelming. That was the basic lingo of my question. The way I worded it though, I don't even know. I don't even remember. I think my brain has just like locked that part out. Anyways, the first panelist took the microphone and she more or less answered with, uh, you have just been here like for these two days. So, you know, dot, dot, dot. How could you not know? Like, how could you be even asking that question? And I was mortified. I was like, oh my God, I thought that would be like totally valid. <laughs> like being the empath over here, totally overwhelmed, lots of information to take in. I'm here to be better. Where do I start? <sighs> oh my God, it was so bad. And then all the speakers took the microphone and one of them was like, oh, you know, so how much do you make and how many clients do you want? And I was just like, oh my God, now I'm like telling the whole place, like just how crummy my business is at the time, you know? And oh my God, it was literally one of those like sinkhole moments where you're just like, please, please. Like, can it just be like a tiny earthquake that lets the earth just open up underneath my feet, please? Oh my God. I, I, I came away from that question. It was like, all right, it's, it's moved on. And I was quite emotional and I was beating myself up after the fact for going that far. It was like a snowball, you know, like once I started doing one thing, I was doing another thing. And then I was doing another thing. All these rules that I'd placed for myself, I was breaking every single one of them. But at the end of the seminar, I did walk past all of the speakers and I must admit it only took seconds and I was already like bawling my eyes out (laughs) in front of the lady that was like, what did you even ask? Like, oh, it was terrible. But in some weird way, it was like, you know what, I have just done the craziest stuff and I had no intention of taking full advantage of this weekend and therefore I took no um, or I had no want to take the growth opportunities this that this weekend was going to bring and I'd let these stories that I told myself initially govern my entire plan but that's what I really took from that weekend that these stories were just that 
just stories. They weren't actually who I am and they weren't what I'm capable of. They were very limiting. I did have the ability to go out there and do all these things, all these brand new things that I couldn't have ever imagined. I think the best part of having the stories though, like the positive and the negative, the positive was that I had honoured my needs before they came up. So I had an action plan, but in the end, I didn't actually need to use them. I think being empathic, being sensitive, being introverted, it's fine to honour yourself. It's fine to have a plan. And once you're more self-aware, it's fine to go off and do whatever you need to do to know that you're going to feel good or you're going to revive from a situation or you're going to be able to re-energize yourself so you can pick yourself up and, and face the day again without any sacrifice to your well-being and to your energy. But there's also so much magic when you just let your instincts take over and perhaps prove to yourself that you're not limited by what you tell yourself. So I guess my message today is really think about what your stories are. What do you tell yourself? Or maybe it's just about if you're sort of new in this, this state of realisation, you know, what are the things that could be done better? Like you don't have to apologise for them. If I actually in that weekend decided to keep with my game plan and scooch in and scooch out to this event and totally can the idea of the gala in the first place and get my Uber Eats and just read those books, <laughs> that would have been totally fine. It would have been a missed opportunity for some serious growth, but it would have been totally fine. But what I came out of that event having uh, in the end was a new form of proof. Proof that maybe... I'm happy to put myself out there more than I give myself credit for. And now as I sit here recording this podcast at the bottom of my wardrobe, <laughs> total honesty, I now have proof that I could go and network and be a part of a big event. Absolutely royally embarrass myself in front of hundreds and hundreds of people and I'm going to be okay. <laughs> I will be okay. You will be okay. We are always going to be okay. <laughs> so I invite you to think about your stories. How can you make them serve you? And 
maybe ask yourself, are those stories actually true? This is another example of knowing yourself. What are your stories? Love yourself enough to do whatever you need, not what other people need, what you need to feel happy, stable and in control. And accept it. Accept yourself. Know, love and accept yourself. When you do that, life gets to be sparkly and maybe there gets to be a whole lot of growth that comes with it too. I'll leave you with that thought. I'm Megan Jean, and from the bottom of my heart, I truly thank you for joining me on the Empathic and Heart Driven Podcast. You can find me at meganjean.com, and I'm known as Ms. Megan Jean on all social media. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, review. It's going to help other people just like you to find this beautiful energetic container. I look forward to chatting with you next time. Until then, make sure you keep sparkling, okay?